also with entrepreneurship, everyone, especially as like first time founders of anything, people are always like, they, they think that entrepreneurship is like, you need to know all the steps of how to get to where you want to go. But you honestly just need to know the first step because then each step is going to keep revealing itself. And I think me as like an ICU nurse, I'm very systematic. I love the planning type A, but I've had to let that go with building my venture because I'm like, I'm not gonna know all the steps along the way. I mean, it's, yes, people have created apps in the past, but everyone's journey is so different. Welcome back to En Route the Power of Travel podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron. And today we are super excited because we are kicking off the series, Traveler Turned Entrepreneur. And we have our very first guest, Emily Chang. She is the co-creator of the Med Ventures app. And this is such a juicy episode. We are so excited to share this with you guys. And we're going to dig in to all the things. Welcome to this week's episode. Oh my goodness. This is a good one. It, good. No, we already, so we already recorded the interview. And we're recording this intro. It's a Monday night at nine o'clock. I just walked in from work and we just got our sample yep. from, so we sent our prototype over to have a sample made from our manufacturer. And we, I walked in to our actual sample of our backpack that we now get to approve yeah essentially so we're going to send it to our prototyper in boulder he's going to do his you know quality check and go like the bag has to pass like all of his rigorous testing he's like a bougie backpack dude so he has really high standards so he's going to check all the materials make sure it's everything we want it's really good quality and once he gives us the green light we get to officially officially place our first order, which is such a moment. And I feel like we've been waiting for this well, for like a year. It was crazy because Kim walked in the door, the backpack was there. It wasn't supposed to be here till like the middle of the week. It was on the doorstep. I lost it and people probably thought I was crazy. <laughs> and then I opened it up and I was just like overwhelmed because from screaming? the naked eye, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, from the naked eye, it looks identical. Like they did such a phenomenal job. But again, we have our our prototyper who's a little bit more stringent and knows backpacks a lot better than we do. So he'll do the final checks, but I, we jumped right onto this podcast and I don't think it's even really set in. Like well, this just, was a moment I've been waiting for. I know I worked a 12 hour shift. So I'm like running on fumes. It's like after nine, but I was like, Oh my gosh. You know, like I agree. Like I'm kind of like, is this really happening? Cause I feel like we've been waiting for this. We're like when the sample comes all, oh, when the sample comes all, any day, like we've been talking about this for months. The fact that it's here in our house in Palm Springs and we can approve this hopefully in the next week. It's like, Oh my and God. Start like, production. Holy shit. Like put the fire under your butt because we got some stuff to do. We you do, know? but Anyways, that's super exciting. It we'll could be, it could later. be launching sooner than we thought, which is amazing, but we'll keep our fingers crossed and, and keep those positive vibes out there. But you know, not to take away from this amazing episode. Speaking of badass entrepreneurs, yes, we are so excited to share this interview with you guys because so Emily Chang, she was a, cardiac ICU nurse. CVICU, yep. CVICU, sorry, I don't know the lingo. <laughs> and she created, co-created an app for healthcare travelers with her partner, Ryan Cogdill. It's called MedVentures. It's basically a meetup app for travelers. It's insane, you guys. It is awesome. We are going to dig into everything this app has to offer and also just her journey of transitioning from being a nurse into entrepreneur and what that was like and how this idea came about and just her story is so inspiring. You guys are just going to love well, it. Well, not only that, like her just coming up with the idea and going from burnout, literally she was feeling burnout as a nurse and had these ideas and was, you know, mulling over these ideas and then actually had the creation of it, found the partner and went after it. And, and that's what's crazy is we all have ideas but it's those that take action on it that are really, really inspiring. And so this episode is just absolutely loaded. You're not only going to want to listen to the episode, but you are going to be so excited to download the app after. Um, and so without further ado, let's just get into this episode. So welcome, Emily. 
Emily, welcome to the show. We are so excited to have you. Kim and I have been buzzing about this episode for weeks now, and here we are live. So welcome to Enroute the Power Travel Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I feel honored. Yeah, you are actually, so we're doing this whole series where we really want to highlight different stories of healthcare travelers who are doing cool stuff in the community and in the industry and are, are, are entrepreneurial. And so we're kicking off this whole series and you are actually the first Guess that, healthcare yeah. traveler turned entrepreneur that we're interviewing. So we're like stoked to talk with you. Oh my God. If only you guys can see me, but my mouth is open. I just feel very honored. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> Well, you know what you we're going to get into, you know, the app and everything that you guys are doing, but even just for Aaron and I, like we were kind of selfishly interviewing you too, because all the questions we want to get into, like we want to know the answers to. So we're <laughs> going to like, just use this time to pick your brain. Well, yeah. And I mean, on, on the podcast too, we talk about it a lot, uh, just in different episodes, but you know, looking back at our story and seeing other entrepreneurs, Healthcare traveling, we feel, is unfair to the entrepreneurial world because we get the opportunity to not have to quit a job, to explore different options, to see how things go, to take time off contracts, to be paid very well. And I feel like we have an advantage in the entrepreneurial world. And so seeing more healthcare travelers coming out as entrepreneurs is so refreshing and enlightening um, to to us and in the community. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. I feel like one, I'm just, you know, learning more and more about like healthcare professionals who do turn entrepreneurial. Um, and that's really exciting for me. Of course, it's not that often that you come across it. So it is like so exciting when you do get to connect with someone who's like sharing the same space as you. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of cool because we're learning and diving into, it's like one of those things where you you get interested in something and then you realize like there's this whole world of other people and community Mm -hmm. who are doing it too. And you're like, Oh my gosh, there's, I thought I was the only one opens up so many doors and and relationships. And um, so, yeah, we're excited to just dig into all the things and just real quick, how we met or how we came, became in each other's lives. We met at TravCon in person. Mm -hmm. because before that I stalked you on Instagram and I was always watching your Instagram stories because I thought you were so inspiring and so motivational and you were always like hiking and and just talking about personal development and just I felt like you had this really cool energy and you were always keeping things real keeping it real I love that part yeah I I love a lot of your uh, Instagram posts it's always like this cool inviting story that I'm like oh I want to be there and then it's just followed up with just this real talk. And, and I absolutely yeah. love that about your uh, Instagram feed. Thanks so much. I feel like when I started all of my Instagram stuff, honestly, it was just to like track for my own personal like progress through traveling nursing, through like personal and professional. But then I quickly realized being in like the, I guess, like public Instagram, like social media space, I was like, there isn't a lot of vulnerability. There isn't a lot of like real talk. And I feel like with traveling healthcare, there's so much like glamorization. Obviously we have a really boss lifestyle that we get to like experience and travel things but I feel like no one talked about the difficult things like loneliness or like finding a new assignment being canceled I felt like that was and then when you go through it you're like what 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 is this nobody talked to me about this no one no one said this was part of the journey and so I love those parts of just like humanity and like of the human experience and so I yeah I really enjoy that I get to openly talk about it and that it always resonates because sometimes I just write more so often to reflect um but every time that I'm super honest people are like I felt the same way and I'm like oh my god the human experience it's just like shared so shared and I love that part yeah you've you've really embodied the yin and yang of like look how cool our lifestyle is but I'm going to keep it real as well. And that's, I just, I love that. Well, yeah. And I, and I feel like it's so cool because, you know, traveling is such a cool experience, like you said, but it's not all amazing hikes and cool Mm -hmm. dinners and exploring all these cool places. Like there's a lot of challenges and bumps in the road and it's not for Mm -hmm. everybody. And it's a very different lifestyle. We're living outside of our comfort zone all the time. And so I think it's really cool to bring light to that as well. 
Um, and, and like you said, people always resonate of like, oh my gosh, I feel that way too. Mm -hmm. You do. I'm not alone. This is amazing. You know, Mm -hmm. so the beauties of social media. I love social media. Yeah. (laughs) But speaking back onto TravCon, um, we were just talking about it not too long ago, just, um, how beautiful TravCon is as a space and, you know, we follow each other and we see that there's other travelers, there's big communities out there, but to be able to meet you in person at TravCon. And I still remember at the after party looking over and Beyonce was on. And I literally thought I was watching one of Beyonce's backup dancers as you were over there, just like tearing it up. And I'm like, Emily can jam, dude. (laughs) So funny. Gosh, TravCon is just, I mean, that was my first year that I ever went. And I I've been wanting to go for years and I was finally like, I'm not going to take an assignment during this time. I'm going to make sure I can go to TravCon because I've just heard so many great things. And I knew I loved the traveling world, but after I went, I was like, okay, I super, super duper love these people. These are my kind of people. They're like go-getters. They really love life and just as live this like unconventional life that we all share, but aren't really deeply understood by our friends and family who live a traditional life. Right. And so I feel like that just like, honestly, that sparked why I started adventure. I had the idea for a long time, but it wasn't until I went to TravCon and I was going through like issues with nursing. I wasn't sure if I wanted to go back to nursing. I was actually taking some time off from nursing to do some reflecting, but yeah, going to TravCon and just like meeting you guys, meeting everyone that we met for the first time was just like, wow, I just, I love this community and it just fuels my soul. Yeah, it does. It really has that way of we meet for a weekend, but it's like we're family for life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Some of our best friends came from TravCon where you're like, we, yeah, we didn't even know each other. And now we walk away mm-hmm. like best friends and, <laughs> yes. you know, and it's just this really cool community. Like you said, not all of all of our friends and family understand this crazy lifestyle, but when you connect with other like-minded people, you're like, wow, you know, we're all in this together. And it's just a really good cool energy and vibe and community and just grateful for TravCon bringing everybody mm-hmm. together for a weekend of fun and debauchery. <laughs> um, but with, okay. So med, so medventure is the app that you and your co-founder Ryan Cogdill created. Okay. So that's what we're going to kind of get into the journey of that. But before we dig into that, if you want to just share kind of what the, what the app is for anybody listening that doesn't know what it is yet, hasn't heard of it. Yeah, absolutely. So MedVenture app is a social and community app for traveling healthcare professionals. Um, Right now we have five main functions. So the first one is meet people. So based on your location and interests, you can find people in your area to hang out with. And then we have meetups and events. And whether you want to host your own or we're going to have sponsored meetups and events from local businesses and agencies, you'll be able to hang out with people um, through those events. And then we have discussion boards. So this is kind of like forums and they're broken up into three categories. It's things to do, um, eat and drink, and then housing. And that's represented in all the states and cities all around the U.S. And then we have read and rate facility reviews. So I think one of the scariest things with um, signing a contract or looking at a contract is not knowing what to expect when you um, go into that facility, right? And so we wanted to really empower travelers with being able to research and do their own due diligence before they decide to take a contract or to even just have like the mindset um, in place of what to expect before they got into the facility. Wow. I love that. We've been just cruising the app. It is absolutely amazing. No, it's just such a cool thing that you guys have created for the community. And, you know, cause there's meetup. Yes. Like, and we always say, yeah, check out, check out meetup and, you know, find different like hiking groups or people who are into food or, you know, different things that are going on in your area. And it's a great way to meet people, especially if you're traveling solo and it's a way to mm-hmm. hook up with other like-minded friends. Right. And you guys took that to a whole nother level of creating that meetup community vibe, but it's all travelers. which is so cool because from the get, even if you don't know that person, you know, you're both travelers. So it gives you that instant connection that you can start from that foundation. Yeah. Right. Which is so incredible. Sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. No, no worries. I was going to say, I feel like, you know, we, 
I, I experienced loneliness so much in the beginning of my journey. I think we all do to some extent, especially leaving like everything you love and know at home. And I feel like, you know, that's really the problem we're trying to fix. And I especially like felt it so deeply. And that was what really sparked my idea of MedVenture. But I just feel like, yeah, like once you get to meet another traveling healthcare professional, it's just, it's such a sense of comfort of like, oh, you know what it's like to walk into a facility or start a new job and to have new coworkers and try to figure out like what the policies are and, you know, move to a new place. Like all of that is such a, I think we underplay how big of a shock to the system that is to have to like constantly transition and change. And I mean, that's why we get to grow so much as people in the journey, but I, I don't necessarily think that that's um, as widely spoken about as far as like, that's just a common experience we all experience. And um, yeah, I think it's just so much more powerful when you can go through that with someone else. And so I wanted there to not be as big of a barrier to entry to doing traveling healthcare because, you know, there's introverts out there. I'm ambiverted, but I do lean more into the introverted side. Um, and it can be really hard to find people um, to hang out with. And so I didn't want that to be a barrier to entry because traveling healthcare has changed my life so much. And I just want to be able to give that opportunity to as many people as possible. Yeah. Wow. And amen to all that. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that when you are looking to see who's around in your area, you already have like you, it's kind of like a dating app. Like you kind of mm. already have an idea of what they're interested in because it says it there. Like they're interested in hiking, they're foodies, they're interested in, you know, animals or camping or whatever it is. Mm. And so you can say, oh, wow, this person's around my age. They look cool. Like I'm going to reach out and be like, Hey, do you want to go for a hike next weekend? And you kind of already have, you know, an understanding from the get of, is this person, do they have a similar interest in me? Yeah. You guys did a really great job of, of highlighting one, uh, I think through your own experience probably, and we'll touch on that, but just really highlighting some of the key things that you do as travelers that you can get mm -hmm. out there and go explore. And I was like looking through it and I was like, wow, like this person has the same interest as me and like, oh, this is so cool. And just being able to kind of nonchalantly in a way in the privacy of your own you know dwelling just go and, and look without any pressure it was just it's right. really cool to not only even if you don't message anybody just seeing visually people out there that are in your area that are traveling as well makes you feel almost like you had that community even though you never even reached out mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah my favorite part of it is because I'm such a like we love food. We like that's everywhere we go. We always ask, where should we eat? Where mm -hmm. should we hike? What are the top things to do? And so I love that you guys added that like food and drink area, because as travelers, we're all living in all these different places all the time and we're exploring different places. So to be able to have some kind of a, a list going of, oh, I'm in Palm Springs. Let's see where other travelers have said, go eat here or check out this brewery. And it's kind of this ongoing building. Yeah. Yeah. Like lists of like, we can all kind of share our favorite things to do in each place. I think that was so cool. Thanks. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, definitely I've heard so often and I personally do this too. Like when I move to an area, I ask both locals and other travelers and then just compile this like long list that you're just like, okay, I got to hit all these things. This is what people told me to do and eat and drink. And so, yeah, that's something I'm glad that that resonated with you. Cause that's definitely what was our um, frame of thought when we were building it. Yeah, totally. I think, go ahead, man. No, I was just going to say we, you skimmed by it that you had the idea for MedVenture at TravCon but I have to ask an even farther, deeper question that I mm -hmm. want to know is you obviously are starting an app that is a huge venture, um, just a huge business venture in general. But we listen to a lot of podcasts on uh, how I built this is like one of our favorite podcasts for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And they always get down to the nitty gritty of the beginning stages. And we always hear that a lot of the entrepreneurs we listen to we're like literally out of the womb, like already negotiating with the physician um, about how they could upgrade their their space in the nursery. Um, and Kim and I realized that we weren't always like that. So were you entrepreneurial as far as you can remember? Or is that something that's kind of newly come up for you? Yeah, um, I definitely was don't think I was an entrepreneur out of the womb. Um, the way that I view business and entrepreneurship is 
I, I think I've always been really creative and expressive, um, whether that's through like photography or writing or even just speaking and through like my Instagram and stuff. I just always have loved creating things. And that's I never thought of business and entrepreneurship as a creative you know, venture until I, I think I listened to a podcast that was more of like a um, arts creative podcast. And they were describing that maybe you don't have enough creative energy to create a fo photograph because creating a business is a form of, um, of art. And I was just like, that's exactly it. That's why I've, I haven't felt so inspired to write or do anything else because creating an adventure is my way of like a form of expression right now for me. Um, I thought that was such a cool way to think about it. And so in, in terms of like, oh, I never had, you know, sold whatever growing up, um, but I always was creative in whatever way, shape or form. Um, I was a dancer growing up and then I also swam at the same time. And then I had to choose between the two because I was getting more serious about it. And then I became a competitive swimmer and I swam into my second year of college before a program was cut. And so I think just expressing myself in some way, um, it's, it's usually been through athletics and moving my body, but also just through like, whatever other ways of um, photography or writing um, it's always been some kind of creative expression so that's kind of how I view creating adventures just like it's another creative outlet for me <laughs> wow no that's exactly how we feel as well when we really trace back our story it was just that creative energy and and I I really resonate with that through sports because after sports left I was like man what do I do how do I express creativity and just really went on a search. I started playing the guitar. I started writing. I started just trying to do stuff. And it's kind of all led into where we are now. But that was a really well explained um, kind of way that I can actually get language behind how I feel. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. So this, we want to focus on uh, the journey, right? The journey of building anything, the story mm -hmm. behind it. It's so inspiring, yeah. you know, for us and just for the community. And so you said you got the idea, I guess, for MedVenture at TrapCon. And so my question is, what was, so what was that story behind being like you and Ryan sitting and talking and being like, Hey, we should create this app. Like what sparked that idea? What was that behind the scenes of the beginning? What did that? Well, and like? I'll just add too, because you kind of really touched on the whole driver of it, of the, you know, community, the feeling loneliness, but what was that conversation? Like, what was that aha spark? That was like, we're doing it. Like we're going hundred percent after this. Yeah. So so the idea of MedVenture actually came from a mentorship program that I was doing back in February 2019 um, with a woman called, um, her name's Kat Golden, and she's the owner um, of Nurses Inspire Nurses. And at the time, I, I've been an ICU nurse for almost six years. Um, I primarily we work with open heart surgery ICU patients. And so high stress environment, you know, I love adrenaline, love all that, but I was feeling really burnt out when I left for travel nursing, thought it would fix it. And then I continued working in these ICUs and open heart ICUs. And I was like, I don't know if I love this in the same way that I used to love it. And so decided to sign up for a program, thought that the program was going to help me figure out when my next nursing move, but she was asking me all these questions about Instagram. And I think at the time, you know, people knew me for travel nursing. I was talking about my journeys and the struggles and everything in between. And she was like, what do you want to do with that? And I was like, honestly, what I just really love is just connecting with traveling healthcare professionals and just the community behind it, because I feel like every time I'm at a low spot, someone can lift me up in some way, shape or form. And so she was like, okay, so she made me like reflect on why I love the travel community so much, and like why I love travel nursing so much and what this really unique pathway in healthcare has really transformed me as a person. And then, um, yeah, and then I was going to create a website because I was like, I feel like there aren't that many avenues to find this community it's just like if you happen to stumble upon someone on instagram but not everybody's like publicly on instagram so it is kind of hard hard to find and then we have facebook groups but they're so overwhelming they're so disorganized and oftentimes negative and so i was going to create a website and then um, a friend, I was catching up with a friend who isn't in healthcare or anything. And he was like, why don't you create an app? And I was like, I don't 
I don't even know where to begin with that. So I sat on the idea from February, 2019, and then moving through burnout and then deciding to walk away from nursing and then going to TravCon and then meeting everybody. I was like, okay, this just reignited why I loved the community so much. And I feel like the app is um, a way to give back to the community because this way of life has given me so much in my life. And so um, it was after TravCon that I was like, okay, I'm not going to sit on this idea anymore. It was like sitting on my heart for the, all those months. And I just was too overwhelmed moving through br- burnout and everything. And then, um, yeah, it was shortly after TravCon that I was like, I'm just going to Google what is like the first step to creating an app. And it's usually, um, like just validating your idea, right? And so Ryan was actually the first person that I spoke to and we had met on TravCon, had spoken um, over Instagram and whatnot. And we were good friends after TravCon and he was the first person that I validated the idea with because I knew he had a lot of years of experience of travel nursing under his belt. So I was like, he would know if this is a good idea. So during the conversation, he was asking me, Um, where I was at in the process. And earlier that week, I was doing another mentorship program. And I was like, I want to do this app, but I don't think I want to do it alone. Because, you know, with nursing, that's, that's a lot to handle. And I just feel like this is going to be a really big thing that I would like to go through with someone else and share the experience with. So it was just super ironic, because in the middle of that conversation with Ryan, he asked me where I was at. And I was like, you know, I'm actually looking for a co-founder or someone to do this with. And so if you know of anyone, like, please let me know. And then by the end of the conversation, he was like, I've had a similar vision Um, years ago. I would love to do this with you. And so after that, that was like November, 2019, we just hit the ground running. And I mean, it's been a lot of Googling and just figuring out the steps all, all along the way. I think it's, I mean, obviously we've learned a lot in this almost year and a half of doing it, but yeah, that's kind of the beginnings of where it all started. I know. I love that. Just, just so simply put too, of, of being able to start by just Googling. Like I tell anybody, (laughs) if you don't know how to do something, just Google it and you'll be led down a path where you can start unpacking the first steps and the actions to take to figure out anything like Google and YouTube, you could build an empire. (laughs) It's so crazy. Hey, now, starting with Ryan, this is kind of this just came up for me in listening to your story. Um, in that, so you guys have been, have you been working together in this for a year and a half? Yes. Since yeah. So have today. you guys like? Yeah. I mean, obviously, being friends and then starting a business <laughs> together can be tough. I mean, we do it, and we're a married couple, mm-hmm. and we have to really find that balance between you know not working all the time or all the time and then the things that come up that you know could possibly get in the way of the relationship but have you guys seen any struggles that you've had to work through kind of in building this because that is a very stressful thing to take on on top of travel nursing and, and the lifestyle we live yeah absolutely I think um I think the thing we're constantly working on is just how to better understand each other and also effectively communicate. And like everybody, of course, has different ways of communicating. And then even things like, oh, how does this person like to feel appreciated? Is it words of affirmation or is it something else? Like, I think the biggest thing is like, we're really good friends. Everyone thinks we're dating, but we're not. And <laughs> we never have. And Me too. I thought, we, I thought you were too. Yeah. We're, yeah. Lots of people think we're dating, but we're just really good friends. And um, it's definitely been the most unique experience of like any relationship that I've built just because we do have like this business that's essentially our baby, but we have like no romantic interest in each other, but still going through the motions of like, we have to be able to learn like how to argue, how to have disagreements, how do we mitigate those things? And how do we see each other at the end of the day and still be like, I still respect you as a person. I appreciate everything that you're bringing to the table as a human being, as a friend, and then as a business partner. So those are things that even from the beginning, we talked about, um, you know, honoring each other as like human beings, and then also um, honoring our, health and well-being that's like something that we both value a lot and so I know with like entrepreneurship there's so much of like hustle culture and I definitely like grew up as a hustler like I'm 
born and raised in New York. Um, I'm a, a child of immigrants. And so hustling is like very much so in my blood. But at the same time, like travel nursing has taught me, of course, the the beauty and slowing down and actually like enjoying life. You don't want to like run yourself into the ground and at the end of, you know, your life be like, wow, what do I have to show for it? I like worked so hard, but never got to actually enjoy the life. I was, I was so busy creating. And so that's just something that I really value from both of us in the beginning, just saying like this, these are the things that we value. Um, whereas that's like health and wellness. And then also just calling each other out. Like there's definitely been periods where, either one of us has just been like working ourselves into the ground, whether that was like in nursing and or on the business. And we had to be like, Hey, I think you need a break. I think you need to like take some time away, um, recollect yourself, reground yourself because you're not bringing, you know, the best part of you to the business. And at the end of the day, like that's what we want to continue to do so that we can make MedVenture the best that it can be. Wow, I, I got goosebumps. I totally agree. <laughs> I, with everything you're saying, cause you know, that's something we talk about a lot and, and there's always a time and a place for hustle. Like it takes work to build anything, right? It takes work and intention and time and focus. But at the end of the day, if you're not showing up for yourself first, if you're not filling your cup up, if you're not taking care of yourself first and foremost, then you're not showing up for this venture fully, completely as your best self. So you can hustle, 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 but if you're not taking care of yourself first, you're just showing up half ass, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we always make sure that we feel good and that we're taking care of our health and we're exercising and we're meditating and we're doing the things that allow us to feel really good and energized. And then we can show up for whatever the task is. But we also, we also just had the conversation this morning before this podcast about you know, we're about to launch a new product and we have all these things on our board that we have to get done. And, you know, Kim was talking about the importance of tomorrow, waking up early, getting out for a hike. We're only going for like a two mile hike and just what that brings to our psyche going into it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, really trying to say like, well, we still want to explore Palm Springs, but, you know, we got to get this business out, but then going for a hike, is that too much? And so, I mean, we've been doing this for a long time together and we still have those conversations, but it always comes back to knowing that when we get out and we get for a hike, we clear our minds, we feel best, connect with nature, Mm -hmm. connect with each other, and then we can really get some stuff done in the positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think you, I don't think anybody ever regrets time outside. Right. I think like just that fresh air, um, really is so like, spiritually healing like physically good for you just like every part of you is just like okay this is you know even if it is like a short hike like I I went on like a two mile hike this morning too and I was like this is nothing like I'm used to like through hiking and stuff but even just getting outside and getting some fresh air is just so soothing and I think like taking those moments when you feel like I don't know why in like business and entrepreneurship it's like that culture of like you need to go hard all the time like that's just not that's not human right that's like a robot and we're not robots and so I feel like really just um maybe having more open conversations of that balance um which is also another like controversial topic of like, how do you balance when you're trying to build something? Um, And there are of course gonna be sacrifices when you're building something. But at the end of the day, I I just never wanna continually sacrifice my well being if it's gonna lead me to becoming sick later on. Like what's the point then? Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And we always find too, when we actually step away and we're like, okay, put down the laptop, put down, you know, the phones, let's get out, let's go for a hike or let's go grab dinner or drink Mm -hmm. and just sit outside and connect. Some of our best ideas and inspiration and creative thoughts come through in those moments when we just step away from the hustle of the things Mm -hmm. or the to-do list of all the things we want to get done is when we have these breakthrough moments and we're like, whoa, that was incredible, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but thank you for saying the whole balance and the grind and the the relating it to the business, because you're right, that needs to be talked about more because you're, that's all you do here. And it plays a role in your head of like, if I'm not doing this, I'm not going to be successful or that next person is going to outwork me. And that plays over in my head. And that's something that I'm working on on a daily basis is like, no, taking a hike is not going to 
make me unsuccessful. It's actually going to make me successful longer. And so I'm really trying to work on that, but it, that monster does creep up a lot. Are you um, doing enough? Are you doing right. enough? Are you working uh -huh. hard enough? You know, and, right. and that's a big thing in the entrepreneurial world. And so I love that, you know, we need to have more conversations about that, that you can still build something successful in a more sustainable way by taking care of yourself first. And it's not working, you know, 15 hour days and just like grinding it out, man. Like, you know, that's not sustainable long-term. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely also grapple with a lot of like guilt whenever I take time off. Right. Um, like I think in the beginning, um, I, I actually started working full-time on MedVenture um, about two months ago. And in the beginning, I was working six days a week, like 10 to 12 hours. And I was like, I felt like I was trying to compensate for not working at the bedside anymore. And I was just so exhausted and like definitely not as creative. And I was like, I have to stop feeling guilty if like, even just taking one day off the weekend off, whatever it is, like, I have to still enjoy my life. Cause again, like that's where creativity like comes up. And so, yeah, I yeah. love that you guys talked about that. Totally. Okay. So taking it back. So you and Ryan chat 2000, I think you said November, 2019 was kind of when you guys said, Hey, like, let's do this. Like, right. let's, let's, let's build this app. Let's create mm -hmm. this for our community. And you know, ideas are amazing. We all have these great ideas of, oh my gosh, this would be so cool to do. But the next, that's easy. But yeah. the, the hard part, the next step is actually coming up with an action plan and taking the steps to make that idea and that dream and that vision, bringing that to life. So you said you guys just hopped on the Google, kind of got, okay, how do you do an app? Okay, here's a couple of ideas. But what were, when you guys committed to doing this, what did those first steps look like of really creating this monster mm -hmm. and, and bringing it to the market? What was that? What was that like? Yeah, I think I want to first and foremost talk about like, just highlight like, yes, having the idea is like the most, the, the easiest part It's like follow through, right? Because we know we're not the first people to think about this. I can't even like dozens of people have like approached us and said that they had a similar idea in the past. Mm -hmm. But it is a very overwhelming thing, right? And that's why no one's done it before. And I think also with entrepreneurship, everyone, especially as like first time founders of anything, people are always like, they, they think that entrepreneurship is like, you need to know all the steps of how to get to where you want to go. But you honestly just need to know the first step because then each step is going to keep revealing itself. And I think me as like an ICU nurse, I'm very systematic. I love the planning type A, but I've had to let that go with building my venture because I'm like, I'm not going to know all the steps along the way. I mean, it's yes, people have created apps in the past, but everyone's journey is so different. Um, and I, I just figure out things along the way and be like, oh, I didn't know I needed this like a couple steps back. But now I've now I know and I'm just figuring it out. And so the first thing with creating the app, I would say our first um, it's, it's mostly just talking to as many people as we can. Um, and I think what was really cool too, is like, once you tell people what you want to do, people are so willing to be like, oh my God, I know this person, or you have to talk to this person because they've had this type of experience, yada, yada. So I just tried to get into like the entrepreneur space here in Seattle, where I was living at the time. And I was just trying to like ask as many people to like lead me to the, to someone who can like actually tell me the next steps along with like Googling, um, and I honestly think one of the hardest parts for us was like, we knew we wanted to build this thing, but like financially, we didn't know how we we're going to pay for it because apps are super expensive. That's why, like, that's a big reason why I didn't want to create an app from the beginning. In addition to all like the text part of it, um, I'm way more, I could, I could definitely build like a website with all the tools that are available now, but like building an app just seemed too overwhelming. Um, but I just felt like with an app, you know, everyone's on their phones way more than they are on their laptops, right? We have these supercomputers that we keep in our pockets everywhere we go. And so I was just like, I want more of like an accessibility and we definitely go on more apps than we do websites. Um, there are so many people who don't actually own a laptop anymore. Maybe they only have a tablet. And so that was a big um, deciding factor for us. And so in terms of funding, we were like, okay, we're, we can think about all the different ways of funding it. We can try to do it ourselves. We can try to take out a business loan. 
whatever we like looked at all the different ways and we were like I think from the beginning since we're still trying to figure out like we know our mission we know our vision we really just want to like really cultivate it and grow it like super grassroots and so we decided to both fund it ourselves um right from the beginning and I mean fortunately unfortunately like we've been able to work the entire time with COVID and you know we've been able to maintain our health and because of COVID we've been able to be compromised um, as nurses better and so we've been able to shift more money and funds into creating the app so that was like the silver lining of COVID. Um, We were really able to focus too because usually we both travel a lot but with COVID we weren't allowed to. And so we really were able to dedicate a lot more time and energy um, into building MedVenture. And the pandemic was a huge reason why we wanted to put it out too, because we were like all, our entire community is hurting a lot, not necessarily a lot more, but in a different way by having the traumatic experiences of taking care of sick people during COVID. And so we wanted to make sure like, you know, as healthcare professionals, we are sometimes isolated, but it's like taken to a whole nother level with COVID now. So we wanted to really, we worked really hard to try to push it out during the pandemic because we wanted our community to feel supported at this time. I love that too, because that's one thing that we are really passionate about as far as traveling in general is, you know, using healthcare traveling. And, you know, we do, at least for us, we make more money traveling than we did working full time and being able to take these contracts and use that as investors Mm -hmm. into our venture, yeah, our venture capitalists into our passion projects, into our businesses, Mm -hmm. and really being able to maximize on that, I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, I just wanted to say too, back to the beginning of it, um, Kim and I actually have a notebook in our uh, bin that is for our um, app for basically (laughs) what you created. So it's exactly what you said of people have come to you and said, like, I had this idea, but you guys put it to action. And, you know, we had this joking thing. We were running through the ideas. I have all this notebooks. I have this website and all these things. And we were going to call it get on the horn or something like that. And then Kim called it like horny traveler. No, we were <laughs> the story behind it is we're on a road trip as we usually are as travelers. And we were driving across the country and that's where we have some of our best ideas because we're just in the car and we're listening to podcasts and books and we're talking without distraction because half the time we don't have cell service and we always have these inspired conversations while we're in the car. And so we were talking about how, oh my gosh, like we should create an app that's like meetup and it's for travelers and they can connect and they can hook up and like, and find each other and hang out. And then it led into a dating app. Oh, cause we were listening to Bumble, how mm. I built this with Guy Raz, which is an incredible I podcast. Love that. Yeah. Oh, it's so good for entrepreneurs. And he was interviewing the creator of Bumble. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how the conversation mm-hmm. came where we were like, oh, we should do a dating app. And, and I was like, we should call it horny traveler. Yeah. <laughs> and it became this like big joke. And we had all these ideas and we we were telling our, my sister about it and we were telling we even met with laura from nomadicare about it oh, like wow by her and <laughs> we were like this is genius like best idea we've ever had in our entire lives and it's just funny because when we were looking into like okay this is a lot of work and we're not we love the idea of it but we weren't that inspired or passionate to create it or, or bring it to life and so we kind of just let it go and we're like we hope somebody does this one day because it's a really good idea yeah so that's what was so funny is when we you know found out about your app we were like somebody did it yes and it was emily oh my god <laughs> Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so It's just funny. Cause it's, and that's why we wanted to have this series on the podcast, because again, there's so, we talked to so many travelers in our community that have these cool ideas and, and these, these passion projects they want to bring to life. And, and that's incredible, but it's like getting into the nitty gritty of like, okay, how do you go from that to taking the action to make it happen and to bring mm-hmm. it to life? Um, and to hear stories from other entrepreneurs who have had the idea and, and are actually now, you know, walking it out, I think is really cool. So anyways, yeah. the horny traveler <laughs> live on through, through med ventures. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love that. Oh, that's funny. Okay. So we kind of already touched on this, but you know, obviously you're a nurse and so you're, you're a nurse and now you are, you know, walking down this entrepreneurial journey. And so it sounds like you have kind of just been learning as you go, right? You, we always Mm -hmm. say, start before you're ready and just get out there. You can figure everything out. Marie Forleo is one of our, um, like teachers or mentors that we follow. And she always says, everything is figure outable. And that's what we always say to people is like, don't get caught up in the minutia of everything or the details and don't let fear hold you back. Like jump in Mm -hmm. and figure it out. And so it doesn't sound like you had a whole lot of business background. You kind of just jumped in and started to figure it out slowly as you guys brought this vision to life. Yes. A hundred percent. Anything um, now that we have like a live app in the stores, it really just reinforced the fact that we live in a day and age where we have so much access to information, the wonderful thing that we call the internet. And yeah, just like YouTube and Googling, like you can really find so much free resources and connections to people and things like that. And I just feel like whatever anyone wants to create, like you can try to figure out, out because there is so much um, information out there, um, on everything and anything in this world. And so, yeah, I think that's been the coolest thing is like reinforcing the fact that I didn't need to go to school to learn everything about entrepreneurship and about business. And it is, you know, a super humbling experience because I, I have my, you know, trade and my educational background in nursing, but there are a lot of things that I do take from my experiences as a nurse into entrepreneurship. Um, And like, first and foremost, like I love humans, like that's why I wanted to create a social community app. And so like, that is also the basis of nursing is like caring for human beings. And so um, I think there are a lot more themes um, than there aren't. Um, I also think as nurses, we're, we're natural innovators, just because the hospital environment is not conducive to our workload, we always have to think of other ways to make our workload more efficient. And so I feel like we're almost like natural innovators. So that's kind of how I view and bridge the two. (laughs) No, I'm really glad you brought that up because you're right. Absolutely. Every, you know, department and, and, you know, I work very closely with nursing as well. And we kind of rub off on each other, which is great because you get the benefits of of both worlds and Mm -hmm. that innovation and trying to think outside the box. It, It does build your skills, but I also would like to get your point of view on, you know, I think too, traveling elevates even just that basic nursing innovation, because now mm-hmm. you're going out, you're finding your own contracts, you're finding your own place to live, you're making decisions quickly, you're learning to trust your gut, you're having to build relationships with people in a short amount of time. And I think all of that just puts us into entrepreneur business school by just doing the skills that we have acquired along with our profession. Do you agree or disagree or? Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I think like the thing, maybe it's not like as tactile, but I think like traveling really just makes you way more courageous and confident. And I think those are two really huge things that you do need for entrepreneurship because it isn't this like beautiful, like no problems, like thing that you go into, like there, it's like such a emotional roller coaster. It's like, there's so much problem solving that goes into it. And you're just figuring things out as you go. And that's like the same thing as traveling healthcare, as you said. Yep. Yeah, totally. So I want to go back real quick to the investing part, because I know Mm -hmm. this comes up a lot of people who want to start something and they're like, okay, well, how am I going, you know, to get the money to invest in this? And I know you guys use Kickstarter uh, is something that Aaron and I thought about with, cause we're creating this backpack. And so with this specific uh, product, we thought about maybe doing Kickstarter. We kind of went back and forth. We didn't really know a lot about it. And I know you guys use that. So I just wanted to kind of pick your brain a little bit about the experience with that and what exactly Kickstarter does for somebody who wants to start something new and wants the support of the community around it. Yeah, absolutely. I think, so we fully funded from the beginning, but we were hitting a certain point where we're like, we really think we're going to need to, you know, try to carry through a little bit more. And 
we thought that running our Kickstarter was one of the best ways to do it since it was such a community-based product um, and service. And so Kickstarter is a crowdfunding platform. Um, it's similar to Indiegogo, um, but I just felt like I'd heard more about Kickstarter. I personally have supported a whole bunch and it's usually um, a crowdfunding platform that um, is a creative product. So whether that's like an, a physical product or it's like a virtual product, like an app, um, it's usually something creative or it's like a movie or a documentary or something. And so when we decided that we were going to do a Kickstarter, I think in the beginning, we were like, no one's going to support this. But then I have just seen so many successful Kickstarters um, that are largely community-based. And I was like, I really think like, we know that the need is there for, you know, community um, and a closer community within our industry. And so I really was like, let's just go on a limb. Let's try this thing. Um, and I feel like for a very long time, people knew that both Ryan and I were working on something for our community, but didn't exactly know what it was. And I thought that you running our Kickstarter was just like, we're building this together. We're doing this thing together. And it's to, I, I felt like, you know, coming from both of us, like, we don't want it to, it's like not our show. This is about like everybody else. And I really wanted to empower everybody to want to give us feedback. Like we talk about like asking for people, feedback from people to really drive, you know, where the app goes and things like that. And I just always want to bring it back to the community because that's really, you know, what we're trying to do is to strengthen it. And that's why we decided to do our Kickstarter. And luckily we were successful in doing it. But I do, I'm just so grateful for the fact that so many people in our community really supported us um, in, and believing in us through, um, in the way of Kickstarter. Yeah, because I, I, that's the one thing I've purchased a lot of like products and supported a lot of things on Kickstarter. Um, and that's as full the extent of what we know about it. But I know, too, I mean, it is a great way to get feedback pretty, pretty substantially. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. because people are either going to pick up on the project and be like, I believe in this or it's crickets. And you see a lot <laughs> of people that just like it says, uh, you know, failed Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, I think that's awesome. And it's definitely something that we, we kicked around. I think so. it's a great way to, like you said, tease a product or tease an idea too, mm -hmm. to see if the community, if it's something that they're interested in, mm -hmm. you know, kind of putting it out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like the way that they, you know, there's a lot of um, forums and education on the Kickstarter and we were trying to figure out how long do we run it for and like how much should we raise and there's like all these educational things to figure those things out but what I loved most about Kickstarter too is like because you run it for such a short amount of time you know like people have FOMO so they're like okay I'm either gonna like support this or it's just gonna be gone and I feel like that in terms of like a business aspect of like kind of lighting the fire under people to be like oh you need to support this now or or like you 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 will never support it again um, was a really cool way to look at it too. Yeah. No, totally. it is. Okay. So I just want to chat briefly on the transition from, you know, being a nurse, working in the hospital, like we're mm -hmm. used to this. It's not nine to five, but we're clocking in and we're clocking out and we have to be somewhere at a certain time. And we spend, you know, eight hours, 12 hours a day at our job, caring for our patients. And then we come home and we do the at home stuff. Mm -hmm. So when you transition from that culture and that lifestyle, which, you know, I've been a stenographer for 13 years, like that's what I know, like that's mm -hmm. my routine and how I operate with work. So transitioning from that to gosh, I work for myself. I'm running this app. And, you know, we're going through the day-to-day -day life of running our, our company or growing our company. What has that transition been like for you as far as, you know, you're not clocking in and out, you're responsible for your time and your work and finding that balance of like, kind of what we talked about. Has that been easy for you to work for yourself? But also just real quick, want to add also that guaranteed paycheck. You know, it's mm -hmm. like we go to work and our paycheck's guaranteed. So that's kind of another aspect as well. And, you know, I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it's been about two months since I decided to take a break from um, travel nursing. And I think the really great thing is that we, we are in control of like this flexible lifestyle and we can really um, make it ours. 
And I think we were at a point like we've been launched um, in the app stores for two months. And at that time too, when we were deciding what to do, um, we also were accepted to two accelerator programs. And we kind of knew that that was gonna be a lot of work to do. And it's already been a lot of work to juggle nursing and building MedVenture from the ground up. And I definitely noticed in like the last year um, that I've, my well-being and my health has been going down the drain because I've been having to take these sacrifices to either do nursing and also to balance it with MedVenture. Um, and I haven't been taking care of myself as well as I usually do. And so um, especially, so I was um, in Hawaii for four months for COVID crisis from September to January. And that's when I saw like the peak of when I really wasn't taking care of myself, despite people, you know, seeing that I was going on like great adventures and stuff, but like, obviously we don't show everything. And so behind the scenes, like I wasn't sleeping well, I wasn't eating that well. And I'm a very active person. I wasn't exercising as much as I um, usually do. And I was just like carrying a lot of stress. Um, with working as like, a, I was a rotating ICU nurse too up there. And so like me flip-flopping is like super terrible for my health. And so I think I was hitting a certain point, especially revving up to launch where I was like, wow, there's so many things happening right now. And I know that it's a temporary sacrifice, um, but I don't want this to be a sustained sacrifice because I knew that, you know, I, I value my health a lot and it's, to me is the most important thing that I have. And so um, making that decision to kind of take a break from nursing um, was a really more a personal decision than it was a business decision, even though it was also like driven by the fact that we were going to start two accelerated programs at the same time. And so, um, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is like, to me, I, right from the beginning, we just knew that like our business was never going to be more important than, than our personal health, just because especially working in healthcare, we see all these sick people. And I was like, I don't want to become a patient one day. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I will be in some way, shape or form, but if I can really maintain my health, I can do a lot more things that I want to do in life. And so, um, yeah, that was just, that was like the thought process and taking um, time off. And I think luckily being in healthcare, we can take time off. And if like, we do need to go back to work for whatever reason, we can fall back on it. Like before COVID happened, I actually went back to working as a nurse after burnout, but I didn't want to work in the hospital environment. And I was able to work outpatient for a little bit before COVID hit. And then also made the conscious decision to go back to the ICU to help with COVID. And so I think that's the really great thing about healthcare, um, especially in entrepreneurship is like, if you do need some money, if you do, like, if you miss it, if you need a little bit, something more, like you can always like fall back on healthcare, like people will always be sick and need us. Um, and then the second part of your question, sorry, what was the second part of your question? <laughs> Well, I know that was a, that was a long question. It was. But no, I, I'm glad that you brought that up because the second part kind of goes into and you touched on it is, you know, the fear of leaving a steady gig, a steady oh, yes. tech for kind of jumping into something that's more uncertain and unknown. Mm -hmm. But like you said, you know, the beauty of traveling is that you get this time to go and explore this idea and passion and put time and energy and focus into it. But if you needed to pick up a contract for some extra cash or for whatever the reason, it's mm -hmm. easy to do that and, and then take off again when you're ready. So it almost kind of lessens right. the burden, the fear of yeah, it, yeah, because yeah. you're not quitting a full-time job right. that, you know, you are completely walking away from, you're able to pick something up if you need to. So I feel like it, it does kind of help a little bit when you're saying I'm leaving my full-time job of being a nurse with guaranteed paychecks and hours and benefits to start something new that we yeah. don't know what's going to, the future holds for it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think from right from the beginning, my mindset with MedVenture was like, I, I have a feeling like a gut feeling. This is going to be like really amazing and great, but at the same time, not having like one attachment with my identity to be like med ventures, like what I eat, sleep and breathe. Like I'm still a human being first before anything else. And so I think just like knowing that, and then also knowing like if MedVenture is a flop, that is no reflection of how I see myself and my self-worth because I 
just me as a person, I've like done obviously a lot of personal development, especially in travel nursing. And I just know for sure that the the courage it takes to do something so scary and risky, such as traveling healthcare, and then also building a business, you just have to be so grounded in yourself before you do those like external things. And so I felt like I knew if it was a flop, um, at least I know that there's going to be so many lessons along the way that even if it wasn't successful, I will grow as a person. I will learn something new like business or entrepreneurship. That was like the mindset that I always have going into MedVenture and as we're building it, like luckily I'm super grateful. We have great traction in the beginning and that it seems to be like we're filling the need, but I just knew right from the get-go um, that if I was going to try the scary thing, um, it was not going to be a reflection of my self-worth. And I think that is where the personal work comes from and why I was so, I, I'm dedicated to myself every single day to improve myself. And I, I think it's because of those things. And I really do have to just like bring it back to the courage I've built um, from travel nursing. And I think in, in deciding to, to take some time off and go like head on with MedVenture, I'm like, when, when else will I have this courage to take a big risk like this. I definitely think MedVenture is like the biggest risk I've ever taken. And I think for me, I'm just such a big risk taker now with, with traveling nursing that I'm like, if I don't do this, like I know I'm gonna regret it. So I might as well just like jump in <laughs> and just like try it out. And if it's a flop, cool. But at the end of the day, like whatever failures, quote unquote, I don't really see failures as failures. They're just lessons that you learn. And so that's kind of the way that I like mitigate, like walking away from something that's like super stable, um, such as travel nursing. I totally yep. agree. I think, you know, you, you jump in, you go, you know, go big or go home and you learn, you learn so much from, you know, all the quote unquote failures or mistakes. Like that's where we learn and we grow and we check in and see, okay, what can I take with me from this lesson and apply it moving forward into the next thing that I try. But if we never try, if we never go all in, if we never push ourselves or go after our dreams or desires, because we're fearful of it not working out, then we just you stay, stay stuck. You stay stuck, and you know it's like just go for it, go yeah. for it. What's the worst yeah. that happens? You learn some lessons, and you take the next step. That's what life is all about. It's this beautiful adventure that we get to try different things and see how it feels. You know, so yeah. I love that you have that attitude. Um, it's just it's just refreshing. Yeah, yeah. no, it really is because that's what you know. We've really learned the majority of the things dating back to just the minute we started our first business venture. It's like that's where we really learned and, and grew as people. And I love that you said that you're so dedicated to your own, you know, self um, self growth because that's something that we really pride ourselves on. Our our Gibson Soul Sundays that we do, we make sure we take time to you know that is a part of the curriculum of of our life because without that you know, like you said, you're just kind of scrambling. And so this, this whole balance per se, there's that key word, but just really going after something you love, but also having healthcare to fall back on knowing that you're going to learn the lessons and then balancing that with self-growth is just a great, um, great thing you have. And so, yeah, it's amazing. We could literally talk to you all day <laughs> about all of the things. This was such a, a fun conversation. Um, but before we wrap it up, do you, for anyone who's listening that, you know, kind of they've been thinking about maybe starting something, even if it's just a podcast or maybe a Facebook group or, or just whatever, whatever it is that they want to try something on their own, or they have some kind of passion that they want to bring to life. Do you have any tips for anyone who wants to start some kind of a side hustle or business? Just being an entrepreneur in general. Yeah, I think having the idea is one thing, but then also like, what's the intention behind it? Is it because you're not enjoying, you know, being a traveling healthcare professional? Is it because you like want something different? You feel stuck. Like, I think really getting clear on like why you're doing something. Um, I, I truly feel like that is going to continue like your momentum because there are going to be so many days in entrepreneurship where you're like, why am I doing this? This is so hard. Did I, did I really want to do this? And I think being super secure in like 
the intention and why you're doing something will, will bring you out of those like rut days. Like the end of this week was kind of, I was kind of in a rut, but I was like, you know what? I know at the end of the day, like I'm trying to improve as many lives as possible in the traveling healthcare community. And so this little bit of rut, like it's going to be fine because overall I know that I'm still pursuing the thing that I want to do. And so I feel like first and foremost with an idea is just like, you have to root yourself on a super passionate why as far as like why you're creating something. I love that. We literally, we, the podcast we recorded last week was all about why the, why you, we were talking specifically about traveling, but I think that's so powerful is understanding why you want to do something. What is the intention? Because that keeps you focused and motivated and in the zone when things feel challenging Mm -hmm. or you're questioning, what have I done? Why did I just quit my job Mm -hmm. and start this crazy adventure of traveling? Like, what was I thinking? But when you can come back to that, that why that reason, that desire of, you know, why you started this in the first place, it helps ground you and keep you moving forward when, when things are, are hard. Yeah. So that's awesome. Okay. I, I have, I have, Oh, sorry, question. go ahead. <laughs> Actually. So I just kind of wanted to do a whole thing. Like med ventures is 10 years down the road as the number one downloaded app on Apple I or Apple store or app store. Um, you're just bringing in community and everything you have is right there that you wanted. What is that impact that you want to have um, from people that have downloaded the app? Like, what's the impact that you see down the road that MedVentures has? Yeah, that's such a great question. Um, I honestly think one of the most beautiful things in life is like, I truly don't think we're supposed to do life alone. Um, I think there's a lot of strength and, and lessons to be learned about spending time alone with yourself to get to know yourself. But I think um, being able to go through life with someone who understands even just a little part of what you're going through is so powerful. Um, I know, especially going through challenges, um, feeling so isolated in something doesn't help you move through it. And so having someone that can relate to you and be like, I'm going through this too. And it's okay. I think just like that feeling of feeling like nobody understands you, no one can hear you. I, I mostly just want everyone to know that there's community around them if they want to find it and reach out and that they're, I hope that everyone feels seen and heard. Wow. (laughs) I love that. Mic drop. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That is a great way to end things before we sign off. Where can people follow you, find you? How can they get the app? Anything you want to share specifically about med ventures? Just, just all the things. What do you want to, where do you want people to connect with you? Um, so if you want to connect with me personally, um, my Instagram is exploring under, uh, underscore M Chang. So it's kind of hard to, <laughs> I'll spell it out. E X P L O R N. It's a pun and then an underscore and then E M C H E N G. And then, um, I also have YouTube videos. It's been a while since I've created them, but I talk about travel nursing there. Um, but most importantly, MedVenture is free on the iOS and Android app stores. So you can download it there. Um, and then you can also follow our Instagram, which is MedVenture app. Awesome. And we'll link all of the things in the description below. So you can go down there and click and follow along And thank you so much for chatting with us today. This has been such a value packed conversation and gosh, I'm just, I mean, back to the beginning if we said we were kind of selfishly interviewing you, but I'm, I'm kind of just speechless, like sitting here thinking about all the things that that you dropped. And now I have all these things in my head that I want to think about and rethink. And so I just can't thank you enough for just being, you know, vulnerable and open and just, just real as you put in all of your, uh, you know, Instagram posts that, that people can follow along. Um, I just thank you for that. Cause this was, this was awesome. My pleasure. Yeah. I think we need to have more authentic, like vulnerable conversations. You know, I think like when, when we have the decision on social media now to like show our highlights, it, it gives us this like false expectation that like you should have this like very curated life. And that's just not life. <laughs> I totally agree with yep. that. 100 million percent. I love that. Cool. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It was a pleasure talking to you both. You too. Bye. 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 
So that wraps up this week's episode with co-creator of Med Ventures, Emily Chang. What an amazing episode. If you got any value from this, please reach out to her on Instagram, tag her, take a screenshot of this podcast, share it with her, share it with your friends, um, and just let her know like how awesome this podcast was. Um, again, this starts our series of Traveler Turned Entrepreneur, and we hope you enjoyed this episode because we got some awesome ones yet to come. And we will see you next week. Bye.